Casey Covers Country. Hardy makes a victorious return back to the stage. If you forgot what he has been going through over the last few weeks, he had canceled, I don't even know how many shows, at least a couple weekends worth of concerts because he had really been struggling with a lot of anxiety and depression and was very open about saying that like, hey, I'm really struggling. I actually ended up in the hospital over this. So I'm going to take a few weeks off. And then over the weekend, he played in Arkansas. And I also think it's important to note that a lot of this anxiety and depression came from um, the bus, the tour bus accident that happened about a year ago. Yeah. Where his bus, I'm pretty sure it flipped. And um, as he's on stage in Arkansas for his first show back, he said, he gave a little spiel about it all and said, I want you guys to know that I'm okay and I'm going to be okay. And I've been experiencing a lot of anxiety off the stage. And I'm not going to lie. I was really nervous as I was walking up here and it might hit me sometime later in the show before it's over. But as soon as I got on stage, something in my brain said, this is what I meant to do. And I meant to be here tonight and to put on a show. And the crowd went wild. Man, that's got to be so tough. Because you can't you can't really escape that lifestyle unless you do cancel shows, and cancel shows mean you don't make money. And especially when you're signed to a label of some sort, yeah. You and most artists are if they're playing venues of this size. That label is like, hey man, we want you to be okay, but also there's a job to be done. And they are kind of, I, I want to say, like the industry is kind of pushing you a little bit to keep moving and keep going and keep touring every single weekend of every single month of every single year. Yeah. And there's that, there's that whole like rat race thing too, where you got to keep up because you right. know, if you're not always out there on the road or if you're not making new music, then people forget, you know, what you do and who you are and all that stuff. But I don't think that's, that'll ever be the case with Hardy. And he did make a point when he was talking on stage, he was like, you know, a lot of people don't believe in anxiety or depression or a lot of people think it's an excuse for things. And he said, you know, it's real. You can see in me that it's real and that I've been struggling with it. So I'll post that video to our Facebook page. Um, Also, I have to say, it surprises me that all of this has really surfaced a year after that bus accident. Because if that was me, oh girl, to be getting on planes and trains and buses and to be touring the country nonstop like they do. I don't know if I'd be able to do it. I yeah. don't know if I could make it a year before having a meltdown and saying, hey, I need a break. You have to boat everywhere, you know? To boat? Yeah. You know? Just find a river. Or a- I think I might be okay with a boat. <laughs> Here comes Casey on the Mississippi. El Capitan. (laughs) There she is. Winning a reality TV singing show, it doesn't always guarantee success. Let me tell you about the American Idol winner who's asking for help on GoFundMe. His name's Lane Hardy. I'm gonna be honest, I stopped watching American Idol years ago, but I've heard a lot about this kid. So Lane Hardy, winner of American Idol in 2019. He's made it clear he's still, you know, actively pursuing music after a few years post-winning. But unfortunately, he's found himself struggling to keep up with the financial aspects of all this career. So in order to continue down the path of music, Lane Hardy is reaching out to his fans, asking for help through GoFundMe. He, the page is called Get Lane Hardy Music Out. And attached is a GoFundMe page that says, hey y'all, Lane Hardy's trying to raise funds to record music in studios, pay for travel expenses, and use that money to promote touring. He says, it's a dream I've always had and I need you to make it help come true. 
This is mind-blowing to me. I think a lot of us have this idea that when you win a show as big as American Idol or The Voice or, I don't know, America's Got Talent, that you're immediately going to be set up. And we've seen so many downfalls over the last few years. So, so far, he's received $2,000 of his goal of $100,000 to keep his community to keep his music career up and moving ever since he got off the show. I mean, let's just say it. Not every winner can be a Carrie Underwood or a Kelly Clarkson, but it's pretty insane that this is happening even after a year after season 18's winner. You might remember her. Her name is Just Sam. She released that she was homeless and the show changed nothing for her after winning it. I think this speaks volumes of the expectations of these things, expectations versus realities. It doesn't always guarantee success, and this is absolutely mind-blowing to me. Jordan Davis finally got to meet Jordan Davis. Thank the Lord. Jordan Davis recently got to hang out with the Philadelphia Eagles players in their locker room, and the moment he had been waiting for for years finally came as an Eagles defensive tackle walked in and without skipping a beat, he came and gave Jordan a big bro hug. And that defensive tackle's name is also Jordan Davis. Wow. Now, most people (laughs) in the world won't understand the significance of this moment. But I think me personally having this job, I'm constant, Casey covers country, I'm constantly Googling these artists, Mm -hmm. seeing what everyone's up to finding out all the background info. I got to know everything about everyone. And every time over the last three years that I have Googled Jordan Davis, I get a football player. Mm, Yeah. And I always think, I bet Jordan Davis, the country artist, is like, oh my gosh, man, should I change my name? I got no Google credibility. JD? I like JD. That'd be a good one for him. Yeah. There's no JDs in the country world yet. So you tell him that. That's true though. So I thought, yeah. I wonder if these two have ever met because I guarantee for the football player, he's having these moments too, where people are like, oh my gosh, Jordan Davis is the hottest thing in country music. And he's like, what? What about in football? So they finally got to meet. They both knew as soon as the football player walked in the door, they were like, "Mm, this is my guy. Immediately big bro hug. And obviously the football player, Jordan Davis, is a fan now of the country music artist because, you know, if you share the same name as somebody, you're probably getting to know what they've got going on. Yeah. Because when you Google search yourself, you get the other person. I get it. I get it. So so it's a cool person to share a name with. And um, football player Jordan Davis even brought an Eagles jersey with Davis across the back. I think I would have been, if I was Jordan Davis, I'd be like, what's up, Jordan Davis? How are you? Where's Jason? Kelsey? Um, I'd like to meet him next. Turns out he did. Nice. Also got a picture with Jason Kelsey, which makes the entire trip that much more worth it. that's awesome. That's awesome. Dolly Parton will be the star of the 2023 Thanksgiving NFL game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Commanders. Dolly will take the stage at halftime in Texas. What game did you say this is? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Sorry, I missed that part. I'm thinking Super Bowl in my head. I was like, I thought it was John Legend. And then it's not John Legend. John, you need to get your head on straight on a Wednesday. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm recovering from sickness. Super Bowl is Usher. Usher! Thanksgiving. Don't ask me about Christmas. Don't care. Thanksgiving is uh, Dolly. She's got the whole halftime show. That's awesome. Yes. 
Fantastic. It's great. Hey, if we have to compromise, I think that's a good compromise, right? So keep in mind that this game also serves as the official kickoff for the Salvation Army's Red Kettle campaign, a.k.a. outside of the Schnooks and the Walmarts. And, the you know, there's the bell ringers who have the red kettles that you can put donations into. They collect donations nationwide, you know, yeah. all holiday season. They also put a red kettle on the field. Yes. That players like to jump into. It's fantastic. So the Cowboys made the announcement with a social media video, as everything is these days. And the video starts with a bedazzled red Salvation Army kettle. And then the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders gluing rhinestones on footballs and helmets and playbooks and everything. And then you see Dolly head to toe and bedazzled Cowboys gear. I'll see you all this Thanksgiving. And she will. Man, I always like Thanksgiving, but then I feel I like I like watching Thanksgiving football. It's like just one of those vibes things. But then I also feel bad for like all of the players that have to play on Thanksgiving. I always think about that. Like it kind of disrupts their their day for their families. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to the Red Kettle campaign, Dolly says, my goal is to encourage everyone who can donate and support their neighbors in every small act of generosity helps. Together, we can love all of our neighbors this holiday season and beyond. She's expected to play some of her biggest hits, obviously, but also a few of her new ones from her new album, Rockstar, which is her new rock and roll album coming out um, November 17th. She's a living legend. That's going to be awesome. She is a living legend. She is living life. She says, I'm 77 and there's no stopping me. And who else will be on stage with her? Because you know she's going to have some, some other people up there. Probably. Guaranteed. Miley. Another country cup Bites the dust. Marin Morris files for divorce from her husband Ryan Hurd in Nashville on October 2nd. Marin and Ryan got married in 2018, had their son Hayes in 2020. Ryan performed at Jingle Fest in 2021. This all obviously comes off the heels of the announcement that Marin Morris left her country, the country music branch of her label. Like labels have different branches. She left the one in Nashville and now she is signed to the branch in New York which is like the pop side of her label. All the headlines, Mary Morris announces she leaves the country music and everybody says, Who cares? Exactly. Or, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of lay people's reaction to the divorce news is that it's happening because she's so outspoken about social issues over the last few years. That I don't buy. Because I've seen Ryan make a lot of statements and interviews and things saying like I knew this about her when I married her like that's not new yeah uh, they have one child one Hayes 2020 yeah, yeah. Um, so then I think a lot of the questions come up of you know it, it does feel like a random split is it because she's leaving country music in Nashville does that mean her new home has to be where her label is at in New York uh, because Ryan is still very much a country artist and a bona fide songwriter in Nashville so I'd assume he's got to stay there maybe just maybe it's got nothing to do with anything that we know about and they've just decided they could be better parents if they're not in a marriage yeah it's, it's uh, all of these are potential things you know and it's, sure it's hard to make it work in this kind of an industry where you're always gone, you're always on the road, you're always doing things, and then add a whole layer of PR controversy on top of this. And I'm right. sure that just being in the household is not an easy thing to do right now. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine both of them being in the same industry. I yeah. mean, what, this is nothing compared to that, but imagine being married to someone in radio. 
it just feels bleh, right? <laughs> so I, I, that's got to be a whole nother, a whole nother layer for them. But whenever she filed, by the way, it is Marin that filed. I think and some more things came to light. A, it's that she's requesting joint custody in one of their properties. I feel like that's normal. B, it was revealed for the first time that Ryan heard this was his second marriage. And oh. a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And it made headlines, so a lot of people didn't know that. And C, Marin was prepared, so she t- already had taken like a mandatory course of like for parents, I guess it's mandatory in Tennessee, parents who are getting divorced have to take a whole course. That's interesting. I know. I don't know anything about this and if it exists here also, but she was prepared. I feel like this is probably something they went into as a team. Okay. Knowing them. Yeah. Well, there's that. It does feel like, I'm not going to lie, an opportunistic moment for Ryan Hurd because what's huge in country music these days? Breakup albums. Divorce albums, baby. <laughs> Rooting for them both. Chris Stapleton has been pulling music out of a vault that he's been sitting on for over a decade now. Chris has been digging deep into his massive collection of songs recently, like his current single, White Horse. He famously wrote that back in like 2012 for a movie soundtrack. The movie never even used it, so he just decided to drop it over a decade later. I think we're seeing a trend here with him because he's finally unearthed a song that's been waiting to be heard since 2013. It's called It Takes a Woman. It dropped on Friday, and it's like a little tribute to his wife, Morgan. It's like a love-filled ballad, which is something that Chris Stapleton's pretty good at, and it makes it clear right from the start that he's got nothing but support and love for her after she's supported him all these years. to his socials and his wife Morgan commented and said this makes me feel away. It's going to be on his new album Higher which drops in November and it makes me ask will all the songs on this new album really be new or will they be old like this one that we've just never heard before? Now we're just waiting to hear what else he's released from The Vault. I don't know. We'll see what happens but the song's very sweet and you can hear the rest of it on our Facebook page. Find us at 92.3 W.I.L. Kane Brown and his wife Caitlin are back at it with another duet months after well maybe almost even a year after they released their first duet Thank God You All Know It. Thank God And that song won multiple awards. It sat at number one, got tons of streams and excitement from fans. And Kane Brown fans know that his wife, Caitlin, was actually the first one with a budding music career. But then whenever she started dating Kane, that's when he was really blowing up. Pretty soon they were married. Pretty soon they were having babies. He was on tour constantly. And so her music career really just kind of fell off. Yeah, she was in like what the dance top 40 kind of... Yes, I would definitely genre. put her in like a bubblegum poppy yeah, yeah. world. But um, then after they after they released Thank God, it was like, boom, she was back on the map as a singer in a much bigger way than she ever was before. And now all of Kane's fans are her fans. So I think it was on Friday, they released a short clip from their new duet. And that duet is called Even Death Won't Do Us Apart. I did want to play you a bit of audio, the bit that they posted that got fans all riled up, except it's been deleted, No, which can only mean a couple things. A, they were like, wait, we actually weren't going to put that one out. We don't want to get you guys too excited, so we're going to take out their own. Mm -hmm. Or they're like, oh, they love it. Let's get them really 
you know, teased up and we'll take it away. And that's we'll probably it that's probably more the the angle that I would guess there. Thomas Rhett explained pretty well one time that he loves social media in the sense that like he can throw up three or four different songs that he's working on at the moment and see precisely how fans react to each of them firsthand so that he knows which one to release next or to release as a single. And I kind of think that was their plan for this. Get everybody talking about it. Yeah. Is it, do you know if it's like upbeat or is it it like a ballad? I never got to hear it. All the posts and things are all gone. No description of the... The description says it's another one. That came. All right. Well, now I'm all wondering how long I'm going to have to wait for this one, Kane. On Kane's last tour, and you probably saw when he was here in St. Louis, he started having Caitlin come out and perform their first duet with him, thank God, because the song got so big. And I'm telling you, I think they are really setting themselves up to release a couple's EP or a collection of music together. Yeah. And then also setting her up for a solo album as well. Right, which I think is inevitable at this at this point. All of his fans are her fans. So I could totally see it coming. I would post it if they didn't delete it to our socials, but you should follow us anyway at 92.3 W-I-L. Luke Combs wore something to his last show. If you haven't seen it, you'll never guess what it is. Mm. Luke Combs is sharing his hit songs all over the world as he went on his world tour this year. But as it comes to an end, the stop that everyone is talking about was in Scotland. Scotland. On Monday, just a few days ago. So before his show, Luke decided to embrace his Scottish roots and perform in a custom kilt. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. He actually helped. He got help by like this high-end shop that's in Scotland called McGregor and McDuff. And they built a kilt for him. Did he also play the bagpipes at any time during his show? So I wasn't actually there. So I don't know. Well, I mean, there was a recap somewhere, right? I, listen. Not complete unless you're playing bagpipes on on stage. Even if Luke Combs is playing bagpipes, I just don't want to hear them. That's true. They're very difficult. So Hard to learn right off the bat. <laughs> and terrible sounding. No. Have you tried to learn? Oh, yeah. Didn't you say you were trying to get into bagpipes? Yeah, back in high school, I, you know, had a bagpipe face. Right. That would, like, really suck for your wife (laughs) if you were still into bagpipes. There's so many jokes that I have right now. All right. Well, you don't need to make them. (laughs) The store itself that makes these custom kilts, they said, we were delighted to help Luke connect with his Scottish, Scottish heritage during his visit to Glasgow. It's been a joy to work with him over the past few weeks on his specially made kilt and have him visit us in store for an authentic shop experience. So I think the authentic way to wear a kilt is nothing underneath. Really? Yes. You're making that up? No. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm thinking like, if I'm Luke Combs, I'm probably wearing shorts on underneath it. I think he definitely... For a show. Had to have shorts on underneath it because it's Luke Combs. And I think, you know, he did something very cool by, because the crowd went wild. When he came out in a kilt in Scotland, they freaked out, as they should. It's pretty cool. But he still had tube socks and cowboy boots on, like socks coming up out of the boots. Nice. On stage under that kilt. I, You know for a fact he wasn't commando. This is like On a stage, get real. Yeah, you know. Those are headlines he's not trying to make. Exactly. Um... I had a thought and it went away. 
Gone. Sick. Well, you can see the video. <laughs> Casey covers country.